Living Holistically Well with Dr. Annette West. Again, we will have a myriad of topics, interviews, and engaging words of thought to share with you this season. The purpose of this show is to help us build up our minds, our bodies, and our spirits. And I just want to give a shout out to Creative Common for allowing the show the use of their jazz instrumental, Smooth Jazz. Now, let's get started with Dr. Annette West's topic for today. Greetings, everyone. We had an interview the last couple of weeks. If you haven't um, taken the time to listen, please go back and, and check them out. Some very good book topics, some very good perspective from those interviewees. On today, though, I want to personally share with you from the topic of strengthening yourself in the Lord. Strengthening yourself in the Lord. As we go through this life, things occur. Sometimes things occur because maybe our attitudes aren't in the best place. Maybe things occur because we have unhealthy and bad attitudes. Maybe things occur because of sin in our life. Around us, we're exposed to a lot of spiritual contamination. We easily can succumb to depression, to anger, to anxiety, to discouragement, bitterness, and so much more. It's very helpful when we are connected to people that can encourage us. And we have to realize sometimes we might have so much going on that we actually need to seek out professional help, professional counseling. But one of the greatest things we can know is that ever learning is important. Ever learning is important. David in the Bible learned learned this when he was deprived of the support of his buddy, best friend, Jonathan. And the story of David and Jonathan is the Bible's classic tale of friendship. Jonathan caught between loyalty to his father and love towards his friend David, tried with all his heart to reconcile the two, but he failed in the process. And and then he put his friend's life in greater danger. David is an excellent example in the Bible of one who learned how to strengthen himself in the Lord. But I want you to know, it takes 
learning. It takes time to learn how to minister to yourself. We need to know that it doesn't matter who you are, what position you hold, what title you have. We can all have moments where we don't feel that we are as strong as we know that we should be. That there will be times where we have to seek out others, but then there are times when we have to learn that we may be out here on our own. Yes, we have the Lord, but our physical bodies, we're not connected to anybody in this particular time when we're going through. And we have to also learn how to call from within. Call from within. And what do I mean when I say call from within? I always say only what's in you can come out of you. So if we don't have any truth in us, if we don't have any word in us, if we don't have the spirit flowing in us, then what do we have to call on in these times when we are feeling stressed and perplexed and frustrated and and burned out. Who can we call on? I want to share with you a few ways that we can strengthen ourselves in the Lord, looking at David first. David was able to take initiative. Perhaps this is like the best and the first quality that distinguishes a leader is their ability to take initiative. God knew, God already knew that David would succeed as a leader because he took the initiative to seek him in the secret place. This is the same quality of maturity that he is looking for in us. The secret place within What do we have within that we can call on as we are seeking Jesus to help us to make it through? How do we experience the positive in the midst of the negative? Those who seek God's face and pursue his destiny for their lives are strengthened and are able to strengthen themselves when there's nobody around to strengthen them. We have to learn how to sustain this initiative to seek God by strengthening ourselves in our daily testings. We will then be the people who experience the needed personal breakthrough at that right time. The second thing we need to do, we need to pursue longevity. God really wants us to learn how to strengthen ourselves through him because developing our skills will promote spiritual longevity. Longevity is important because our destiny and potential cannot be attained in a, in just a few days, few weeks, or even a few years. It extends to the end of our lifetime here on this earth. So we have to learn how to develop that daily relationship in the Lord so that we are already in tune and connected when we are feeling that we're not our best. And we know for sure that we can call on him and the truth that is in us, the word that is in us that we have studied, we have laid at his feet 
that will flow forth from us. The third thing when you look at David was we can pass the test of lonely seasons. And I'm not talking about us learning an independent lifestyle because eventually that will become over more too consuming trying to maintain that and separate yourself from people. But I'm talking about a lifestyle that as believers is always focused on serving, loving, and leaning on Christ. Helps us to become mature and grow in favor so that we can have the strength to bless others around us as well. But Excuse me. When we have developed or are developing this lifestyle, we will be able to have those moments in our lives when we are able to stand alone, even though the time is difficulty and the testing is hard. And on those times when you may want to call some friends or somebody, you know, God may in that season give them a deaf ear so that they are or, or blind eyes so that they are not hearing and seeing what's going on in you. Because he, he wants us to learn how to minister to ourselves. We have to learn how to take the time like David did to say, yeah, this is a tough season, but I know who I can call on. I can call on the Lord. I can call on the Lord. And so under the guidance of the great physician, we have to open ourselves up. We have to be willing to take a look, improve ourselves, talk to ourselves, encourage ourselves, make our own changes, remove any infected attitudes or bad habits, and help ourselves to become healthier. We're going to take a break for a moment. The psalmist gives himself a pep talk in Psalm 62, 5 through 6. He says, yes, my soul find rest in God. My hope comes from him. Truly, he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. And then in Psalm 103, verse 1, he says, Praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being. Praise his holy name. Here, the writers aren't praying to God. They're not talking to the readers. They're addressing their own souls. They are operating on and encouraging themselves in the Lord. All of the heroes, when you think about it, did this in the Bible. Even the prophet Jeremiah, for he wrote in Lamentations 3, 20 through 23, My soul is downcast within me, yet this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Isn't it great to know that no matter what you're going through, how perplexed you are feeling, when the sun goes down and the dawning of a new day comes, there is opportunity to walk forward 
and be strengthened. Jeremiah was cast down, but he brought something. He brought something to his mind. He brought to remembrance. He was able to stop and say to himself, preach to himself, remind himself that God is always faithful. Reminded himself of God's mercies, that they are new every morning, not just occasionally, but every morning, the dawning of a new day when we wake brings new mercies. He was reminded that the divine compassion of the Lord, it never fails. It never runs out. And thus hope returned to his heart. Personal resilience is learning to strengthen ourselves in the Lord. That means we have to remind ourselves of God's promises. We have to daily rekindle a sense of his presence and preach to ourselves. Some have said you have to be the doctor and the patient to your own self occasionally. Sometimes with what's going on, we can't afford to listen to ourselves. So thus we have to preach to ourselves. We have to tell ourselves the truth and remind ourselves of God's word. What does God's word say to me? And so when we begin to look at things as God does, which is the essence of his wisdom, then hope begins to return to us. Our patience is renewed. Our fellowship is restored. Our behaviors are corrected. And instead of us bleeding on everyone and keep sharing our problems and nauseating our friends, we learn to diagnose, treat, and heal ourselves people will quickly get tired of the same story over and over again when it's just about whining, complaining, and moaning and groaning. We have to be emotionally self-sufficient and have spiritual stamina. This is important for our well-being in the Lord and having a healthy spiritual diet. God doesn't want us in sin, but sometimes we allow ourselves to sin. We put ourselves in the wrong places. We associate and let ourselves be connected to certain people in a season that we shouldn't be. Sometimes we just do wrong and we have to battle that sin. But we have to remind ourselves of God's commandments. He doesn't want us to have self-pity. He reminds us of the, the fact that he already paid the cross for us. We have to remind ourselves of his amazing grace. We have to have an attitude of gratitude. And be reminded of his blessings and his mercies that are new every day. We have to be reminded that he has providential power. If you think about this, 
in the surgical suite of a hospital, they have all the items that are needed for what? To do a surgery. It wouldn't benefit them just having a room and not having a table, scalpels, um, forceps, retractors, hooks, and so many other things to be able to do the surgery when it was time. So think about this. We need a tool also. We need the tool, this in Hebrews 4.12. And this should be our primary tool. Our primary tool should be a sharp two-edged scalpel that penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and it discerns the thoughts and intents of the heart. When you are battling, you need to turn to God's word. And you need to say to the Lord, I know I say this, Lord, bring a, bring a, bring a word back to my remembrance, bring a scripture back to my remembrance. But now if I don't have any scripture in me, I can't ask the Lord to bring back to my remembrance that which is not in me because nothing but the sheer truth of God can overcome any predicament that we find ourselves in. When we're overwhelmed with something, either in our souls and in, or in our circumstances, we have to shut the door and we have to open the word of truth and we have to search the scriptures until we find the passage that helps us gain the perspective that we need. So we have to read. We have to look at the verses in the scriptures very carefully. We have to try to find just what that phase or verse is saying to us. It's important because sometimes everybody's not going to be on your side. Everybody's not going to want to hear what you say. And what you may need to say is very good. But there are sometimes people who will be in your environment and they're not there to help you or strengthen you. They're there to suck the air out of you. They're there to draw from you. They're not there to invest in you. Sometimes people follow you just to see what you're going to do so that they can run off and do it and try to get it done before you do it. Get recognition. Second Corinthians 4, 16 through 18 says, Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes, not on what we, what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. That verse can revive you when you are going through. And stop and take a break. In strengthening ourselves in the Lord, we want to focus particularly on the promises of God. So we need to take the time to search the scriptures to find out what the Lord's promises are. 
He has promises for every problem that we'll encounter in life. And when we take the time to view our circumstances through the lens of God's promises, it really colors them with the right hues and we see them in the proper light if we pay attention. We will grow stronger in our faith if we consistently focus our attention on God's promises amid our problems and our perils. The prescription for everything that we need for every ill is found in God's truth. So we need to learn how to take the time to study the predictions and prophecies of the Bible for the Lord has packed the future into the book that he's given to us. He's told us what's to come. Study the subject of heaven in scripture for God wants us to encourage us with our eternal home. We have to learn how to study the prayers of the Bible for those are the patterns for the way God wants us to approach him. Study the commands of the Bible for they're the guardrails for life's journey. Study the characters in the Bible for they comprise the great cloud of witnesses who encourage us to run this race with perseverance. We have to learn how to take his word and rely on its truthfulness. Take God at his word and rely on his faithfulness. Have that passage of scripture that you meditate on day and night. Strengthening ourselves is so important. Reading, journaling, praying, confession. Making sure we get rest. So many things that we need to do to help us so that we can be strengthened and learn how to strengthen ourselves. We have to be emotionally confident and spiritually self-sufficient. We need to make sure that we learn how to operate on ourselves. Remember David in the Bible. He had some hard times. Sometimes they were even self-inflicted, but didn't matter. God still said he was a man after God's own heart. He messed up big time, but he knew to call on the name of the Lord. And when he called, he had a right heart. Are we calling with a right heart? Let us learn the fine art of strengthening ourselves in the Lord. Because the Lord, our God, will infuse us with his strength. He's given us Christ, Jesus, as our advocate to the Father. We can talk to Jesus every day. Jesus will take our concerns to the Lord. We have the Holy Spirit in us if we've accepted the Lord as our Savior. And the spirit reminds us, it prompts us, it even convicts us when need be so that we get on the right path. Take heed. We can be restored. Our soul can be restored. It will be restored out of the riches of the Lord's grace. He will strengthen us with all power through the spirit in our inner being. God has promised that and we can claim it. 
God didn't promise it for just one day because he said he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So therefore we can claim it as we have in the past. We can claim it today and we can claim it tomorrow. But it is so important that we learn how to strengthen ourselves in the Lord so that we can be effective in all that we do. That's my sharing for today. Thanks again for stopping by. I also want to remind you to invite your friends, your family members to listen to the podcast as well. Be blessed. As we close, I want to thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe on your favorite platform so you will receive notifications for this show. Share a comment and give a five-star rating. Join the mailing list at DrAnnetteWestMinistries.org. And while there, check out what's going on in our world. Also, purchase a copy of Dr. West's newest book, Holistic Wellness, Mind, Body, Spirit, on DrAnnetteWestMinistries.org and Amazon. Don't forget to follow Dr. West on social media. Mm.